0: Love
1: talk
2: Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Pep Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett and I thank you for tuning in to the fun and informative weekend news talk lineup on 540 and 1260 AM, which includes... Chef Jamie Glenn, who follows us each Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm Marie Hewlett, and this morning we're going to be visiting with Russell Taylor of Majesca Ranch Rescue, and he has some tales to tell. A little later, Deborah Winters from Handicapped Pets will be telling us about some great resources for pet owners whose pets are differently abled. So don't go away. We'll be right back on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. We're back, and you're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. Joining me now is Russell Taylor from Majeska Ranch Rescue, and Russell's been here before, but he's had a lot of interesting things going on of late. Hi, Russell. How are you uh, doing? I'm very well,
0: thank you. Thanks for having me on.
2: Oh, I'm so glad you could come. I know that you guys um, went through some uh, terrible times during the recent fires we had here in, uh, in the Southern California area. Can you tell our, our listeners a little bit about that?
0: Well, certainly uh, 2007 wasn't quite what we had planned, um, yeah we are out in the middle of nowhere we've got four acres in Orange County where we run the rescue and uh, uh Majeska Canyon, most of you will know was very badly hit with the fires. in fact, it was really the uh the, the center of the firestorm down there uh very very badly affected and um we saw the uh the flames uh coming down on Sunday night. We were actually out for my my daughter 's birthday, and somebody said there 's a fire in the canyon wow. so we uh we hustled back home and saw the fire at the far side of the canyon, and we uh-huh. thought, well, probably uh, okay. yeah, this is, maybe we should do something about this. So uh, uh-huh. we'd had uh, a plan where many volunteers had offered to come and help us evacuate should this ever happen.
2: Oh, what a great so, idea. Um,
0: so we uh, arranged for people to come on the Monday morning, and we got a lot of people uh, to, to get all the animals out. So we had everybody evacuated, and we thought, I have to say, that it was just... Uh, we were just being cautious mm-hmm. And the following day the fire came around We all evacuated And we were actually out of there for over a week Oh
2: wow What did you do with all your animals?
0: Um, various places uh, The large animals, the horses and the goats We evacuated to uh, Cota de Casa okay. um, Some people there Maxwell Stable, the people who own Maxwell Stable uh, Looked after our horses and goats Which is oh, wonderful how nice. uh, The dogs and the cats went to various people uh, including uh, we borrowed a friend's house, and we took some of them there, and we lived there for a while. <laughs> he happened to be out of town for a party in, in oh, that New Jersey. Oh, was convenient. It <coughs> was very convenient. <laughs> um, so we, we were only a couple of miles away, and uh, for a week, all we could see was black cloud. Um, oh, so
2: you didn't even know if your, your home was still there?
0: No, nope, we, we really did not know. Uh, wow. and in fact, the first thing I heard is probably on the Friday, when the fire had been going four days, I got a phone call mm-hmm. from, uh, from somebody who said, uh, I'm at your house, and he was one of the first responders. Okay. He said, "I'm at your house, uh, and your house is is there." Oh wow. Um, but he said uh, he just put the fire out. It was burning ha- burning half our corral. Uh huh.
2: Um,
0: so it was very very close.
2: Wow. Uh, and I
0: asked him how was the next door house going, and he said, "I can't even see it. The th- smoke is so thick."
2: Oh, I can't even imagine what it must have been like.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was very scary, very scary.
2: Now, yeah, I understand some of your neighbors did lose their homes.
0: Yeah, on our street, there are only about ten houses on our street, and four of them burned to the ground. Oh, that um, is so sad. In fact, we, we've, uh, uh, the result of that is that one of our neighbors had four llamas, uh-huh. and uh, one of them died from stress through, throughout the uh, uh, the event. Oh,
2: that's but we've so got sad. the three
0: llamas with us now. Oh, okay. They're having to rebuild their house,
2: uh-huh.
0: so the llamas need somewhere to stay, and llamas so. don't really travel well.
2: So they're staying with you.
0: So they're staying with us. Yes, they—they're in the same field with our <laughs> horses and goats now. Yeah. So, so, so you
2: got to bring everybody back, and and the rescue was up and running again. But yeah. then we started getting some rains. Did y- you yeah, have that some we, more we problems? we hadn't quite <laughs>
0: expected that. There was, there was a big meeting in the canyon af- after the fires. Uh, the uh, U.S. Meteorological Service came down. Mm-hmm. The geol- geological people all telling us what terrible uh, disaster was to be wrought on the canyon if uh-huh. it rained too heavily. Uh
2: huh. Um,
0: but that they were not expecting any heavy rains this winter. Well, the following weekend, of course, we had heavy rains. Oh, gosh. We are fortunately on a slope just outside the canyon and uh, we look down to the canyon. So we've been okay, really. We just get very wet and muddy. Okay. But some of the houses down in the, in the bottom of the canyon have been badly affected and uh, you know, there are mudslides and some dangers of, uh, of houses being washed away. But so far, there's been some damage, but nothing tremendously traumatic yet.
2: So you didn't have to evacuate a second time then?
0: Um, We have been under mandatory evacuation orders, I think, four or five times. Wow. But we have not gone. Oh, Um,
2: I didn't know you could do that.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I don't think that's quite what you're supposed to do, but um, uh, we didn't go, we, we did talk to people, and they said that where we are, we should be okay, because obviously evacuating all of our animals is not a five- or ten-minute affair. No,
2: no, um, and it's stressful for the animals. And it's very stressful
0: yeah. for them and, and for us, and um, uh, so, so we stayed, and we were advised that we'd probably be okay. okay. Uh, as it happens, quite a few people decided to stay, and when you're in a mandatory evacuation, uh, What it really means is that, uh, you know, you're doing it at your own risk.
2: Mm -hmm. I see. Well, I'm incredibly impressed by the amount of community support you got when you did actually evacuate. You must have been planning way in advance to be able to get that many people mobilized to handle all the animals that you have.
0: Well, uh, we've been running the rescue since since 2001 now, and uh, we've done about 4,500 adoptions in that time. Oh,
2: that's incredible. We have
0: between, you 50 and 80 animals uh, who live with us, but All the dogs, li- the dogs live in our house, they live with us, they're not Cajun crated, okay. they, they live with us. Well, you
2: um, must have a very exciting house. <laughs>
0: it, it, it's, it's an interesting experience, to say the least. Um, uh, funny sometimes and uh, stressful sometimes, but w- we have so many people who've had animals from us and who've helped us. Uh, that last time there was a small fire, we put out an appeal, and we said, if, this ever ha- if the big one ever comes, mm-hmm. who's prepared to help? So we did actually have an emergency list up on the wall. Oh, that's uh, great. We're, ne- we're not usually that organized, but uh, <laughs> this time we did, and we just called them all on a Sunday night and said, uh, we need you.
2: And it really paid uh, off. And it
0: paid off, yes. It meant we didn't have to start from scratch, so that oh, was fun. Oh,
2: outstanding. It was now, tell me about all the different animals you have at the rescue.
0: I know uh, you have dogs
2: and horses and cats and,
0: yeah, and llamas. Uh, we, yeah, we, we started the rescue just to rescue dogs and cats and, uh-huh. uh, in a small way. We started with just two dogs that we got from a rescue, and we thought, "Should we see if we can find them a home?" Mm-hmm. And we did, and then we got three the following week, and it built up from there. And, uh, um, once rescues in your name, people arrive with all sorts of things. So now we've got we've got pigs, we've got llamas, as I we said, we've got horses, goats. Um, but mainly our focus is dogs and cats. Right. And, and that's okay. what that's what we actively try to find homes for. Oh,
2: that's wonderful. Um, how yeah. how do you get the word out that, that you're there? Because I know Majeska, Majeshka, uh, I can't say it, I won't say it then, is way out in the boondocks of Orange County. I mean, how do people get out there?
1: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. I think it's great considering Orange County is just totally urbanized. It's nice to be able to go out into a place that's natural and beautiful and And a place where you can actually breathe and move. Mm,
0: Well, I call it the last hidden paradise in Orange County. Yes, it is. Until the fires, most people didn't know know where it was. When we moved there, people said, well, where? Is that in California? (laughs) But I think a lot of people know where it is now after all the fires. Um, So um, what was the question again? (laughs)
2: Well, I was wondering um, initially about all the different types of animals that oh, you yes. rescue and place, and
0: right, and, and people now know us quite well uh, in the animal community. Uh, when we started, we used to go and uh, uh, go to pet smarts on Saturday afternoon. We would take all our dogs there, and uh, we'd stand there for hours, and we'd do other events. Uh, we still have cats in two pet smarts, one in Lake Forest and one in Rancho Santa Margarita, and people can see them at all times. and And, uh, uh, and we will adopt them out from there okay. with the dogs mainly. Now we do it uh, on the web, and people who contact us, uh, and we contact them and say, "Ah, oh, you you are looking for a retriever, and we just happen to have one." Oh, well. Wow. Um, so we still uh, uh, don't have. Uh, a big problem finding homes because so many people know us now, oh, uh, and we great. do it pretty regularly.
2: So do you have a, a pretty good turnover of pets going out and pets coming in then?
0: Uh, yes, but uh, and people say, "Well, how long does it take to find a home for a, for an animal?" Uh, uh, the answer to that is is yes. <laughs> um, that may sound very weird, but the answer is really that sometimes it takes us a week,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: yet I've got a, v- a lovely white uh, old Akita. We've had her for five years.
2: Well, sounds
0: like um, she's your dog yes and and so, after a while, you eventually start to get some animals in which are unadoptable really mm-hmm. they are they're too old, they're too sick or whatever, and so you morph from being just an adoption agency into being half a sanctuary, sanctuary if you like yeah
2: um,
0: and that presents new challenges because mm-hmm. the sanctuary is a fundamentally different being um in terms of uh, uh, support and, and money and that sort of thing because you're looking after older animals which right. tend to be sick, uh, vet bills, those kind of things, and they stay and they mm-hmm. don't turn over. And they also occupy spots that you could have occupied by adoptable animals. So uh-huh. the, there are many questions which arise which are um, not easy to answer sometimes.
2: Well, how can somebody help if they wanted to? I know we need to um, start thinking about wrapping up our, our little talk here. so. How can people get involved and help your organization?
0: Um, We have a website, which is www.majescaranchrescue.org. We do have many volunteers who help us uh, run events and uh, uh, kids who come and clean up and do their community service with us and that kind of thing. Um, And also, of course, like most charities, we are a 501c3 charity, most charities need money. Uh, it's, it's not very romantic, but it's mm-hmm. awfully true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people can go on our website. We have a PayPal account. They can donate by PayPal. They can send us checks. Um, we always need that kind of thing. We need food. We need uh, everything, leashes, dog beds, you name it. You know, we need it because we go through them. Um, and, and it's that kind of unromantic day-to-day stuff where, where, uh, where you mostly need the help. Uh, lots of people want to come and help us. Uh, Walk dogs and do things like that, and that's great. Um, But the fundamental need to keep things going is, uh, like most operations, is just we just need money. Okay, listeners, you heard that.
2: And
0: and and we need for ourselves, we need uh, uh, patience and fortitude.
2: Okay, well, running
0: the rescue is uh, it it can be very rewarding. It's also at times interesting. We've got a lot of uh, kittens and puppies at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, We have. Ten puppies which are Great Dane and Labrador.
2: Wow. And
0: they're very big. And people think puppies are cute, and they are. But ten puppies, puppies—it just
2: yeah.
0: challenging, challenging.
2: I bet it is challenging. And, and I, I could talk about these challenges mm. and all the work that you're doing all day long, but it, we're just about out of time. So I want to thank you again for being on the show. And listeners, if you want to get involved, please visit the website, which is?
0: Uh, www.mojeska.ranchrescue.org.
2: Very good. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back again on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to
2: the Pet Place Radio Show here on KGIL, AM 540 and 1260. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I'd like to introduce Deborah Winters from Handicapped Pets. Welcome, Deborah. Thanks for being on the show today.
1: Thank you, Marie. Thank you for asking me. Deborah. tell me a little bit about
2: your organization.
1: Well, HandicappedPets.com is really a community of websites and um we offer products, services, and support for elderly, disabled, and handicapped pets. And um, you know, again, aside from products, which are very unique, by the way, it's uh, we we're sort of a one-stop website for um, support, services, resources, and products. So once people come to us. Uh, whether it's through a recommendation or a Google search or, you know, if they've heard about us from a friend, um, our goal is that they don't have to go anywhere else.
2: Wow, that's that's wonderful. Now, I remember a time that, you know, if you had a pet and let's say it was hit by a car and it, it could no longer use its back legs, that was pretty much it. Most people would decide to have their pet euthanized at that point. Mm-hmm. But now there are alternatives, and I have seen some amazing, well, I guess they're not really wheelchairs, but uh, wheels Mm -hmm. (laughs) for for pets who can no longer use um, their legs. And and I I know one little chihuahua in particular who's local out here in Southern California. His name is Wheelie Willie, and he is 20 years old, Uh and he has been in his wheels for most of his life. And he gets around like a little pro it is amazing to watch. <laughs> it
1: really is that we actually call them wheelchair carts, okay um, and uh yes, I mean that we have comments on the website from caretakers writing in to say, "You know you get my dog got his life back um you know he can run around in the park again and visit his friends so um, you know becoming paralyzed or for one reason or another, whether it's disease whether whether it's old age i mean we've we put some pretty old animals in these carts, and i'm just it's amazing how adaptable they are and um and they they just really take to it some don't but I would say most do. You just have to give them a chance. Let
2: me ask you about that. About how long does a pet uh, usually need to get acclimated to using these wheels?
1: Well, it really depends. Um, We have one story on our website about Johanna, a dachshund. Um, Wonderful story. This is sort of an ongoing project that we have with a fourth grade teacher in Oklahoma, but... Uh, the first animal that they fundraised for, they actually purchased the cart for Johanna. I was there uh, because she was adopted by a family in Maine. Oh, wow. And I actually got to experience it because a lot of times we'll just send the the carts out. We don't get to see the end result. Mm -hmm. So we're based in New Hampshire, so I went to Maine with the cart. And Johanna, who had been an abused dog at a shelter... Um, we put her in the cart, and we had to run after her. I mean, she literally, I mean, you can almost hear me screaming in the background because we, we just couldn't believe it. I mean, she just took off with that cart without even blinking an eye. Wow. Um, and then we have uh, recently, th- this is one that I've experienced, so I have seen both sides of it. We had a, a boxer in uh, the, Ma- the Boston area named nico and his story is also on the website and it took him a while longer he couldn't really kind of get the feel for it right away
2: okay
1: um so he kind of went backwards a little bit and um you know wasn't quite as adaptable but within a couple of days we were told that he it was like you know he he had never been without it. Wow, that is excellent. And, you know, even animals that lose a limb, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you've seen a, a tripod, they you would never know.
2: No, they run around like nothing's different. They do. It they really, really is do. amazing. I mean, even after first having surgery, if they, they have to have a, a limb amputated, mm-hmm. almost as soon as they're awake and conscious, they're out mm-hmm playing and doing things again yeah,
1: it's amazing
2: I, I think people need to take some lessons from animals and how they uh, how they adapt to these sort of things it's, it's really right. quite something and inspirational too
1: it really is N- it's wonderful
2: let me ask you you're not just on the east coast I mean you provide resources to everybody throughout the country is that correct
1: well actually worldwide because we oh, are wow. internet based we do have an office out here in New Hampshire but we are internet based so we ship products all over the world
2: Oh, where's that? What's the longest distance that you've uh, shipped a product to? Uh, Just we've out shipped, of curiosity.
1: Well, we've shipped to Greece. Okay. We actually shipped a cart to Greece. Wow. Uh, we've shipped to China. Mm-hmm. We've shipped to Japan. Um, yeah, That's people stunning. find us. You know, they can Google <laughs> us from anywhere in the world. It's amazing. We won't talk about what the shipping cost is, but okay. I mean, they don't. They if you love your
2: pet, money is no object. Right,
1: because these aren't, you know, to to most of us, and I'm a pet owner myself, um, this is a member of our family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will say this, not everybody, w- you know, wants to or is capable or willing to care for a handicapped animal, and that's okay. We don't try to talk anybody into anything. We are just here for those um who want to.
2: That's right, yeah. and
1: we certainly would never second guess a vet, you know. And actually, we have a great relationship with we have vet, very many vet friends who will um, refer people to us. So, um, you know, it's not like we're trying to talk anybody in or out of anything. We're just here if they want us. Well, that's that makes
2: sense to me. I have a question for you though, because I'm sure a lot of the listeners, as uh, I am are wondering um, about how much one of these wheel sets would cost, I mean, from a small dog on up to a large dog.
1: Yep. Yeah. They can really range from anywhere uh, $250 maybe all the way up to six, 700 because there are rear wheel carts. We also have front wheel carts. Oh. And then we also have quad carts. Wow. We have, you know, completely paralyzed animals in these carts. So um, so that's when you would be getting into a lot more money. And a lot of times the quad carts will be used um, if the back end has gone and then maybe one of the front or both of the front just to kind of keep them stabilized. Okay. Now let me ask you this.
2: Do the animals, um, are they a little fearful of, of you know having these wheels put on them or or do they seem kind of receptive to it in your experience?
1: Well I think mostly receptive. Because mostly they receptive. know that their
2: handlers have always been that's, trying to help them.
1: That's exactly it. They know, you know, that they they trust them. Um you know it's a little kind of you know, I'm I'm sure it, they're a little nervous about it just because this thing is coming at them, but it's, they're so friendly, you know. That you put them in a nice, back, a nice sling like a back harness, and then the harness actually clips into the wheels. That's the kind that we use. Okay. Um, and are these pretty comfortable?
2: They don't cause any kind of irritation to the skin or anything no. like that.
1: They do not. And they, the thing is, they're custom. They're all custom made. Oh, so they're so fit we have, to the
2: specific dog then.
1: Exactly. Oh, exactly. Wow. So Cat? we. Pardon me?
2: Or a cat too?
1: Yeah, cats. We have had <laughs> carts made for rabbits. Wow. <laughs> uh, we had a duck in a cart. That she was on our website for a long time. Oh no. <laughs> um, a duck. Yeah, a duck. Wow. Um We had a cart made for a rat.
2: Oh my goodness. Ferret. Okay, so you pretty much cover the spectrum of, uh, of that, yeah. I uh... would say
1: you know if it's an animal, it's a it's a member of the family. Oh, wonderful!
2: <laughs> you know, I, I hate to tell you this, but we are just about out of time. Please let our listeners know one more time how they could find out more information about your wonderful organization and the support and the products.
1: Great, um, go to handicappedpets.com. Okay, uh, very easy to find. And our phone number at the office is toll-free, 888-811-PETS.
2: Fabulous. Deborah, thanks again for sharing all this great information. We need to take one last break now, but we'll be right back here on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. Don't go away. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I want to remind you that if you have a suggested topic or a question about animals that you'd like answered or a guest you'd like us to interview, remember you can reach me by email at jafari at fia.net, and I'll spell that. It's J-E-F, as in Frank, A-R-I at fia, F as in Frank, E-A, dot net. Now, if we don't get to your subject on the radio, I also answer questions about animal behavior and animal problems um, and even wildlife problems in my Orange County Register newspaper column. So, if you're, And if your question doesn't make the presses, I still answer every email I receive. So if there's something that you really want to know or hear discussed on this program, please write in. Also, tomorrow at 6.30 a.m., Our Pet Place television show airs on KDOC, which features the beautiful, adoptable pets from shelters and rescue organizations throughout Southern California. You won't want to miss that, so if it's too early for you, set your VCRs or your DVD recorders or your DVRs, whatever you happen to have these days and can figure out. I know my mom's still trying to figure out her new uh, recorder that I got her for Christmas, and, and that's been a challenge. So uh, try and get it recorded if you can. It's a lot of fun to watch. Many thanks, as always, go out to Ralph's Pet Club and KGIL for helping us continue with Fred Bergendorf's dream of finding homes for every homeless pet and spreading humane education. In addition to giving pet owners some outstanding rewards for purchasing pet products at Ralph's, the Ralph's Grocery Chain makes substantial contributions to animal shelters and humane programs all over California, so thank you, Ralph. Please don't forget, be responsible with your pets, love them, make them truly part of your family in every way, and have them spayed or neutered. We'll be back next Saturday here on AM 540 and 1260 on the Pet Place Radio Show. Have a wonderful weekend. <laughs>